And I'm Jeannie. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, you know, I was thinking, um, you always hear that term bridezilla. And I really want to know what your experience is with what a bridezilla really is. Ooh, okay. I have some good ideas on this one. I think, first of all, let's talk about what people imagine. You say <laughs> bridezilla. Like, <laughs> I think they're picturing someone screaming at people. I mean, we've seen this. We've seen the show. Yes. Right? Yeah. They're usually just the rudest, loudest, obnoxious people, typically throwing tantrums with or without reason. And just being overall uh, obviously difficult, right? Kind of like Veruca Salt in the... Uh, yeah, spoiled, bratty. Yes. And if you don't know who Veruca Salt is... Watch Willy Wonka. Uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah. Not, not, not the new Willy Wonka, but Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Go find that one. Yeah. Um, I think that more of... more girls end up in this category than they realize. Um, so let's kind of talk about how that happens. Um, it's probably surprising to you what stresses people out is what really makes you a bridezilla, you know, because if people are tiptoeing around you, <laughs> you can be the most quiet. You know what I mean? You, you don't have to be screaming, yelling, throwing things. To still make people upset or nervous mm -hmm. or stressed out around mm -hmm. you. So here are a couple of things that I think make you into a bridezilla without you even realizing it. Right. The first one I would say is being too passive. And so what is, this phenomenon happens um, with a lot of women, not even with brides, but I think just women in general. It's like, I don't want to be perceived as being a bridezilla. So mm -hmm. instead... I'll just not care about anything. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'll just go <laughs> along. I'll go along with whatever anybody says. And then I'll be nice to everyone. No one will be upset with me. I'll never have to say no. And it'll work. This will be great. But this is a day where you need to make a choices. You need to make. Yeah. You need to have your voice. Yes. You need to have your voice that day. Yes. And prior to that. Yes. So you don't have to, um, you know, be totally silent. You, you have to share your vision. Um, and you do have to, you ladies, you must make choices. You must make concrete decisions. If you are not in the driver's seat doing that, someone else, it becomes a power play. Mm -hmm. This is when we see conflict. Right. This is when we see Mom of the bride, mom mm -hmm. of the groom, mm -hmm. maid of honor, Aunt Sharon, <laughs> and, you know. Right. Everybody and their else. brother. Everybody and their brother. <laughs> well, maybe your brother. Maybe even your brother. Somebody making decisions for you. They yeah, want to I've do seen it that. for you. And these people may have the best intentions at heart for you, but the second that one person thinks one way and one person thinks another way, there's no one to decide. Because really, it should be you. It should be you making those choices. So um, if you already know that this is just not your thing, right? Like, look, 
I am not able to tell my mom no. Like if my mom comes to me and says she wants to wear a zebra print dress, I'm not going to be able to tell her no, even though I'm going to hate it. Okay. <laughs> if that's you. Wait, wait. Has that happened? No. Thank the Lord. Oh, come on. But if, that, if that's you, then you need to put someone, appoint someone to be like the, you know, the go-to. Um, it can be a paid planner. It can be the maid of honor. It can be, but communicate that. Like, look, okay, I'm relying on this person to communicate my vision. And so, mom, you know, I see your zebra print dress, but you're going to need to talk to, you know, whoever about that. And then let that person say, look, she really doesn't want you to wear the zebra dress. She just doesn't have the heart to tell you. So, you know, it kind of shields you if you're that. I mean, I know people like this. Oh, I do too. Absolutely. They, they just can't do it. Right. You know, and. I'm I, not one of them. <laughs> no, I mean, it depends. I can sometimes be that way. It depends on the person. And if I can find a way to not hurt someone's feelings, I would, you know. I oh, well, do I, yeah, I always spare people's feelings, but. But I you're able to I would voice be, what you want. Right. I would be the person that somebody I would hope would feel comfortable, comfortable with me telling them that their mother really needs not to wear that. Yeah. That zebra print that's dress. Just, that's just not the right choice. Hey, does a zebra print dress have sparkles on it or sequins or anything? I mean, it probably does. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. And it, I'm guessing it has hot pink trim, too. Yeah. <gasps> oh. Usually. Usually. I'm having nightmares. Um, yeah. So, you know, just kind of don't be too passive. It's going to cause some trouble amongst family, friends, and vendors because no one's really going to know what you want. Everyone's just kind of grasping in the in the dark, like hoping we're getting it right. And then I also feel like, yeah, that's not fair to you. Like, you're gonna walk away from this once in a lifetime day, going, yeah, I almost got what I wanted. It was close. Right. Yeah. It's you, important you to have a voice. You deserve to have what you want. Yeah, absolutely. You know? um, and this doesn't. I mean, we're talking about bridezillas on this episode, uh, so I'm gonna keep it about ladies, but. Um, We'll do an episode about the guys too. I was asked. I was. I was thinking that when we first started this one, is there are there groomzillas too? There are groomzillas. There okay. are. Well, we'll save um, that for another day. Yeah, we'll talk about that. That's good to know. I so mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we talked about being too passive. Let's go to the other end, and that is being too rigid. So I've met these brides. They're very honestly. They're usually very sweet. They're very calm, cool, collected, but they just are rigid and they kind of just won't listen to reason, you know? Um, and, and the thing is, I, I feel like what their motivation is, is like, I planned all this. Right. I paid for all this. I spent a lot of money and a lot of time and no one or no thing is going to get in my way. Like, right. This is how right. it's going to be. Whatever's on that paper, that is what we're doing. It's like, yeah, but we're three dimensional. <laughs> right. Things are happening. Things right. things change. You know, um, sometimes things change in your favor. You know, like if things are running really early, sometimes you get extra like dancing time because everything went great and you don't have to like be by the paper. Sometimes buses break down and you're a half an hour late to the reception. <laughs> you know, I mean. So um, be flexible in the moment. If you're getting advice from vendors, especially because trust me, they've usually been there, done that. They've probably solved this problem in the past. 
and they're telling you, look, this is what makes this work. Right. Just be flexible. Um, we've had, I had a, a situation, lot, I see a lot of uh, bridal, bridesmaids prep things going wrong, like zippers or snaps or bows or just mm-hmm. And be honest, I mean, I've seen some brides like, no, no, you're not going to fix it that way. You're going to make, you know, and then it's like, it just doesn't work. You You have to breathe and be flexible and just, you know don't make everybody around you miserable miserable yeah it turns you into a bridezilla that's how you become a bridezilla hmm. so it's not about the yelling it's just about the kind of just the quiet uh control obstinance. control freak yeah maybe yeah yeah oh yeah. yeah 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 we had we have had that where someone's just like trying to puppet everybody it's like I don't even know how that's enjoyable, but if that's your thing, okay, I guess. Super micromanagement. But just know that in you've become, in, you're in the box. Yes. You're in the bridezilla you box. You are in the bridezilla <laughs> box. <laughs> um, here we go. Unrealistic expectations. All right. When you have this vision that, that vendors can see is beyond your reach, um, you start edging into bridezilla because you're kind of like, again, it's usually like this quiet pushing like, oh, well, my photographer packages for eight hours, but they'll stay late if we go over. And I'm like, uh, maybe not. <laughs> you know, this is it, the expectations that hmm. people are just going to magically do things that are not provided in your package or that aren't possible you know what I mean uh florists are another area where this comes into play a lot I I hear stories and they're like they came in they picked out you know this that or the other and they have half the budget that it takes to do that and instead of just accepting that and picking something else you become a bridezilla when you say well here's my budget get as close to this as you can and you think that that's working. And in the vendor's mind, they're going, she's going to be disappointed. That's right. She's only going to get half of this because that's what the money she has is. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so when you have these conversations about, you know, this is what you can expect, you have to just kind of give some feedback that you understand, you know, as a bride. Okay, I understand what you're telling me. I understand that my bouquet is going to be half that size. And I'm good with that. I will be happy with that. Then... Everyone breathes a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, she gets it. It's when you kind of stay in your dreamland and don't accept it when we're setting the expectation that we start to worry you're going to bridezilla out because you're going to show up and be like, this is not what I ordered, you know? Right. And we're kind of going, yeah, it is because we talked about this, mm-hmm. remember, you know? Hmm. So just kind of be accepting of reality. Um, and I think you'll... Stay out of that BZ zone. <laughs> BZ zone. BZ, don't be a BZ. I love that. Um, oh, this happens a lot. Poor communication. Um, if you have hired really professional wedding vendors, they really want to please you. They want to service your event with hospitality, with friendliness, and go above and beyond, really, for you. But they need your input in order to do that. Um... I do think sometimes people have the concept that um, 
well, it's a wedding. Just do what you do every week. Right. Right. Show up, do it, and go home. And, yeah. And <laughs> to some extent, that's yeah. true. I, you know, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like polar opposites for a second. On the one hand, you'll sometimes hear me say, weddings are weddings. They're quite a bit the same. Two people show up. They go down an aisle. They say some vows. There's de- there's decor. There's food, cake, dancing. Like, those things happen, right? Right. On the other hand, they're all very unique. They all have a sense of style, a sense of personality. Um, they have a different vibe. It may not even... I think people think, oh, well, the theme of the decor and the color palette is different. And that's true. But they have a vibe. Some people have extremely close bonds with their parents and their grandparents and they're all about that circle of family some people don't right some people their maid of honor is closer to them than their mother you know Mm -hmm. and so that's a totally different atmosphere um some people are very affectionate as a couple some couples aren't you know and um, some people have been together for a very long time, and this is more of a, a celebration of of that moving, f- that continuing, versus two really young people who are just kids in love, and you know it's an adventure. Everyone has a different vibe, so even though they're somewhat the same, we need your input. We need to know what you want. Um, so fill out the paperwork. Fill out the paperwork. When you get the paperwork from your vendor, <laughs> fill it out. They need it. Um, another thing is keep in mind, um, unless you've chosen an extremely boutique vendor, they typically have several weddings that same month, that same week, whatever the case may be. So you like passing a text to them or a phone call to them, that may or may not work. That Putting it on paper. Put on, communicate on paper. And when I say paper, I mean electronic paper. <laughs> yeah. An email that can be referred back to or putting it on the questionnaire that the vendor originally sent to you. You're going to have a, a much better communication experience that way. Well, and I think the whole overall experience would be better too because then they're able to play off of those unique things about your wedding. And yes. not, you know, the guy that just had it last weekend. Right. You and know, it's just generic. It's not a, cutter. right. Yeah. So we need your input. Um, so please don't be like, don't avoid us. Uh, we've had, it's, it doesn't happen a lot, but just in, in our industry, it does happen. We'll have people who, I mean, they're booked and we know it's coming up, but they just haven't told us anything. Right. You know, and I think the most, inform- the more information someone could give you about what they're most expensive day of their life is probably going to be yeah that uh as much as you would know or need to know yeah i'd be giving it above and beyond whatever you're asking for right and you know this is kind of a personal thing for our line of work but i kind of assume it's the same for other vendors um communicate early um don't wait till the last minute um because one of the worst things in my industry, in my category, I would say, is if I have to tell someone no. I never want to have to tell a bride no. I don't want a bride to come to me and say, um, my grandparents are here and could you play their anniversary dance for the, the song from the 40s? Hmm. You know what I mean? No. 
I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, that at that point, it's a maybe. Right. At that point, it's right. a maybe. And I'm really all about those special moments. Mm-hmm. And so I sometimes I think it hurts me than it hurt more than it hurts them when I can't do it. Because I'm like, oh, that would be so cool. You should have told me this two weeks ago so I we could have the song here song for here. you. Yes. Right. And so um, communicate early because then the chances of you getting what you want are better. And also, you know, it makes me feel like it doesn't make you a bridezilla necessarily. It just makes me feel like I missed out on something like a cool moment or whatever. And then I'm like, dang. So, yeah, communicate, communicate and communicate early. And here's kind of my last thought today. Um, This does happen. I'm going to label it. You're a rebel with a cause. (laughs) All right. I know you're out there and you've got probably this tends to be with venues, but somebody has given you a list of rules. Ooh, churches do it too. Churches and venues. Right. They have rules. They do. And they have those rules for a reason. And if you're not in the industry, sometimes you don't understand the reason. And so you're going to say, hey, these are the rules. But and I've heard this quite often. I paid for this. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Well, keep your vendors in mind. We have to maintain a working relationship with that location. So if you put us in the position of you're going to break the rules and we're going to be accomplices to that, it's going to put us in an awkward spot because we're kind of like, you're our client and you paid us and you're wanting us to break the rules, but we have to work here again. Right. So um, I, I just it's better if you can like just keep within those boundaries. Um, I'll tell you a story about people breaking the rules. We were at a facility within a county park and the rule is no fireworks. Mm-hmm. And they had the Chinese lanterns that you mm-hmm. light and then they float, float up, up through the sky. Mm-hmm. And I'm really not clear on if they knew that that was still considered fireworks or if it was an honest mistake and they just really didn't understand that right. those are still nothing was fireworks. exploding so maybe so it's not so they broke the rules mm-hmm. they let them off they caught a tree on fire oh. and they got a fine i okay so the, again those rules are in place for a reason right um just just don't break the rules i i mean Look for alternatives. Uh, sometimes the rules are we can get around them. Definitely communicate the rules, you know, to us so right. that we don't unknowingly well, break the rules. I actually have a um a, a, a rule that I broke at my sister's wedding. I was a maid of honor, matron of honor, whatever, <laughs> whatever I was. I was drinking wine all night out of the champagne flute that we was did for glass. toast and yeah. it was glass and, and that venue doesn't want glass and they did not want glass on, on their the dance, dance floor. floor i understand that yeah completely right i understand that but i was approached yes by don't do that. by the vendor um owner manager um and told you know can't have that out here. Right. Can't do that. Yeah. So, and I'm like, oh, okay. Right. I knew that. It yeah, makes I common mean, if, sense, if but you honest, get so... That's an honest mistake, though. You get so... 
wrapped up you know in. wrapped up in the whole day and you don't you don't think yeah you're, you're just gonna... trying to have fun or right and enjoy that, the day I think that's cool i think it's more um situations where like you know the rule and right you're like you know what i'm doing it anyway forget that and you'd be surprised people do this um trespassing is another big one because you know it's photos and this would be a really cool spot it's like yeah but we can't go there you know so just listen to the obey them you know right. you don't want to be the person that ends up with a fine well, it's or, usually for safety or it could be safety of others right yourself right yeah so just you know don't in don't for sure you're going to become a bridezilla real fast if you get me in trouble with the, the <laughs> yeah you don't want to do that then i'm gonna be like oh look what my bride did to me this that's week right you know so that's well, just not worth it and you know i know back in the day now i'm talking 100 years ago since you know this business has been around for what 25 years that people would let their children touch things that they had no business touching when it came to the dj equipment sure and to me, common sense doesn't exist in a lot of people. Right. But that was for the safety of everybody, plus the yes. equipment's not cheap. But but they would continue letting it happen and over and over again when they were told. Right. Yeah, that's what people do. They just, um, again, I, I do think it can be getting caught up in the day. I think it can be just personalities. Um, so, you know... I, I'm just trying to give advice. If you are dead set on breaking a rule at one of your facilities, you know, <laughs> more power to you. I'm just saying, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, hey, I want to leave my wedding feeling like a million bucks, feeling like not only was I a princess, but I was a, a good and just ruler to my That's people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then these are, these are some tips to help you out with that. Now, if you're like, you know what? I don't give a care. I'm going to do what I want. You know, you be you. Just know you're going to be labeled Bridezilla. Yes. For doing that. Forever. Forever. <laughs> All right. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Wedding's Worth podcast.